the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Turns out Sonny from Sunnyvale won the tickets to the Motown musical this weekend at the Orpheum, Sunday evening, 7.30. Congratulations, Sonny. Let's pull in our guest, Dr. Jeff Rosen. He should be always introduced as Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Briefing.com. How are you, Mr. Rosen? Pretty good. How yourself? I'm good. Uh, what did you make of the retail sales numbers that we saw today? They were exactly what I thought they were going to be. I mean, we had weak income growth, and when you have weak income growth, you can't have strong consumption growth unless you dip into savings. And for just about the entire year, we've had steady increases in savings. So weak income growth, increased savings, you end up with bad retail sales. Is this something that's going to be a monthly blip? Because we're adding jobs, it looks like. We're improving the labor force in the back half of the year. Um, should we shake this off, or is this going to be problematic that we've just become tighter? Well, there's three constraints for income growth. Uh, you have jobs. You know, The more jobs you have, the more income you get. But you also have the amount of hours that everybody works in their job and actual wage growth. And even though we had a decent size number of payroll gains, you know, still above 200,000, you had no change in the hourly work week, and you had no change in the hourly wage. So the only gain in aggregate income came from the the added jobs, which was only about 0.2%. So you weren't left with much room for overall uh, sales growth unless consumers that do have jobs decided to dip into their savings and, and spend a little bit out of savings, which we haven't seen at all this year. So, you know, even if we have payroll gains of 200000 going forward for the foreseeable future, without growth in wages and without uh, gains in, um, in hours, you can't do anything. What would you say the outlook is for retail in the next two to three years? If that's one of my you know, flags for why you want to stay involved in the market, what, what am I looking at with retail sales? You're seeing the 2% new normalish growth rates coming out of retail sales. You know, we're, okay. we're seeing nothing that signals a consumer is willing to speed up you know, growth in, in, in demand. We're seeing nothing that things are trailing off either. It's just this steady state kind of ugliness that we've been giving you know, for the last few years that I see going forward. Sounds about right. What else are... <laughs> Yeah, well, it's sad. Um, well, I saw Macy's numbers this morning, and to me, Macy's was one of those. It's a truly American company. It's in all the states, 
and they're just discounting. So to me, like the story is something along the lines of you're not going to hit, you know, a lot of retail sales growth if you're discounting uh, this year's prices versus last year's prices. Most definitely, and if, I mean, it's not just Macy's. If you read the reports, I mean, you're getting all these companies are getting excited about back to school shopping because it's you know a big season to them. But back to school shopping entails tons of discounts. So, yeah, you're getting people in the store, but you're getting them in the store for the wrong reasons. You're not getting them in there because, you know, these are people that want to buy more clothing. You're getting there because these are people that have to buy more clothing, and they're waiting for the discount to come in order to buy it. What else are we seeing in economic data, Dr. Jeff Rosen, that you think is important? Uh, I'm really still looking at that initial claims number. I've been looking at it for the past six weeks, Nick, and I've talked about it on air with you. You know, we're at levels that signal full employment. You, know, you, you generally don't can't go much further below 300,000. Once you reach that level, that's really it. And it's telling me that either we're in a big structural unemployment situation where employment isn't going to change much from 6%, or the initial claims number is somehow biased by poor seasonal numbers, which is very possible because the auto industry tends to shut down around this type of year for retooling, and it could have uh, caused some problems in the, in the seasonal adjustment issues. But, you know, it worries me that full employment is, is possibly real at 6%. That means that we're going to have a lot of people out of work for extended periods of time, and we're not going to see huge labor gains to, uh, you know, see driving those that are out of work into work. Okay, how about the concept of Obamacare or the Affordable Care Act? You know, now that it's been about a year, it feels like, um, how is that playing into employment numbers? Do you have any data to provide? It's still not showing up in the employment data, and a lot of it, you know, it just takes time for the data to be collected to get an adequate idea of how things are. I mean, we've been seeing lots of part-time jobs, which could be an indication that employers are looking not for full-time work but for part-time work to keep their employment levels below um, the Affordable Care Act minimums. But we've been seeing the same type of job growth before Obamacare was enacted. So I don't know if it's necessarily, you know, recent trends changing or if it's just the fact that the overall economy is growing at a slow pace that there's no reason to hire full-time employees. One of the things that I'm curious to look at is seeing how companies transition from uh, 40 workers to 50 workers, you know, that when you, when you meet that minimum threshold, to see if companies are holding back, if they're at these, you know, levels that could shift costs. So, unfortunately, that data won't be available until, you know, next year. So we won't be able to get a very good indication on how things are. But, you know, it's one of those things that there's a lot of anecdotal evidence, but there's really hard, uh, there's very little hard actual data. How is the service economy playing out versus the manufacturing? Because we keep hearing ancillary stories that manufacturing is picking up in the United States. Is that true? Yeah, I mean, it came out of the recovery better than I would say than the service industry in general. Uh, you know, we had some, some strong growth, especially in motor vehicles over the last couple of years and, and you know, subsidiaries or motor vehicles have done well. But uh, overall, the manufacturing sector in terms of jobs is a, uh, is a diminishing area. I mean, the U.S. Is, is great 
at manufacturing, but not at great at labor-intensive manufacturing. You know, we're very good at uh, robotics and um, you know, automated uh, manufacturing, which doesn't help overall employment growth as much. You know, the service sector, it, it's mostly, you know, you, you can't automate it. So if you need a plumber, you know, you, you're going to have to hire someone to, to, be, to do a plumbing. It's hard to get a robot to go into your house and, or into your, your business and, and fix a, a pipe. So you're going to see better job growth in that area. Anything else that you're working on that is an economic flag that you think is important to talk about? I'm curious to see how uh, investment is going to happen over the next 6 to 12 months. You know, we're talking about raising rates. You're getting a lot of Fed speakers constantly saying rates are going to rise sooner than later. You know, eventually, businesses are going to have to realize that rates are not going to be at the zero bound forever. And if businesses understand that rates are going to increase, you would expect them to start using, uh, you know, start purchasing investments and uh, doing that sooner than later because the return on investment is going to decline as rates go up. So I'm anxious to see if we get a pull forward in investment towards the second half of this year and in the beginning of next year as businesses try to, to get in before rates start rising. I'm also interested to see if consumers react the same way, if we start seeing maybe a pickup in, in housing sales because consumers are concerned that mortgage rates are going to go up, you know, and that's a, that's a real possibility. So we may see uh, some solid growth over the next, you know, three quarters, let's say, that uh, is due to pull forward, not necessarily stable gains. But uh, I want to see if that plays out. Thanks very much. That's Dr. Jeff Rosen, Chief Economist, Briefing.com. Briefing.com is the website that I start all of my Wall Street Insights uh, mornings into. Um, solid. I mean, solid website everywhere you turn at briefing.com. Um, they've got perspective. They've got calendars. They've got investing and trading ideas, uh, earnings results. They've got, you know, breaking news throughout the day. They've got what are called story stocks, uh, stories of the day that they do write-ups on, and much, much more. You can find it at briefing.com. That's briefing.com. Now, I, on the other hand, I've got an event coming up this weekend in San Rafael, Four Point Sheraton. Uh, Four Point Sheraton in San Rafael. I'm going to be doing an event on how to create wealth from one to four, from one to four. Um, bring any questions that you have. I'll try to answer them as best as I can. I'll be talking about portfolios. I'll be talking about the things that you need to know from insurance to investing to uh, doing your 401k. I speak very much so like a real person, so I think you're going to actually like it. Um, a lot like Dr. Jeff Rosen speaks um, when he was talking about you know GDP at 2% versus and the effects that it's going to have on the economy. You know, maybe you're saying this is as good as it's going to get in employment. I kind of like that. You can find him at briefing.com. CFP Chad Burton's going to be doing the event also with me on Saturday. But he's going to be running the event from 9 to noon on wealth preservation and retirement planning. Some of his topics will include income plans, um, what to do when you inherit assets, tax-efficient investing, dividends in retirement, and much, much more. Uh, you can sign up for that event from 9 to noon at robblack.com. That's robblack.com. I'm going to be sending out a newsletter a little later this morning. Um, when you're at robblack.com, if you click sign up for newsletter, um, if you do it in the next couple of minutes, you'll get it today. If not, you'll get it next month. It's free. It's via email. It's got typically a good idea or two. I've written most of it. I'll finish the rest of it after the show today. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Sign up for the events at robblack.com. Coming up, CFP Chad Burton.
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.